This podcast is brought to you by On Track Studio. I'm so sorry for anyone who just witnessed that, which is everyone, because that's the start of the episode. <laughs> we um, starting today. We are starting today with a yeah. big sip of water, which I feel like we all need to collectively do. Yeah. If you're driving, if you're having a shower, if you're doing your makeup. If you're laying in bed. Yep. If you're running. Yep. If you're walking. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting in the room on the floor alone. Yes. Take a sip of water. Drink more. Out of water. your... Decision making water bottles. (laughs) They are now live and ready Mm, for the world to see. They are live, guys. And (laughs) after last week's review, I think I did a stellar job of that. Honestly, like I should have paid you for that. Oh, I honestly am waiting. (laughs) (laughs) I sent you my bag (laughs) detail. It was. It's great. But guys, welcome back. Welcome back. Episode. What are we up to? Twelve. I think so. One of the two of season two. Season two. Crazy. Time flies. Yeah, yeah, it really does. I mean, I think I'm in a bit of a good mood today. Yes, same. <laughs> I feel like today's mood is one where it's like an element of anxious. Yes. An element of overwhelm. Yep. An element of so happy to see you. Yes. An element of, wow, we're here. We're here. We're talking. We're back. We're back. But so happy to be. So happy to be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I think you can tell we're in a bit of a mood. Yeah, but... Oh, when are we not in a bit yeah, of a mood? Yeah, that's very true. I think it's just if we haven't seen each other in a few days and then we're back together yep. and this is sort of the first thing we're talking about. It's all yep. just a bit. It's all just a bit up in the air. Where's it going to go today? <laughs> Where's today going to go? But we are going to start off with highs and lows. Highs and lows. And like you are to... starting. Okay. <laughs> I actually have two highs that mm. I want to talk about. Yeah. First one. As you would know, if you listen to last week's episode, slash follow me on Instagram, YouTube, the works, we got a new puppy oh. and he is so precious. I'm so obsessed with him. His name is Harvey. See, he was just a, he was just a blimp last week because we just spoke about yep. him. He was a thought. He was a thought. And now he is there. Oh, I He's can't so wait cute. to meet him. Honestly, like you're going to be obsessed with him. And yeah. I just, I felt like I've been in a bit of a puppy bubble. Mm. ever since last Friday because you're just yeah. kind of like obsessed with them like you're not really leaving him alone because they can't be left alone so young and they're just like going crazy and they sleep and they go crazy again and he's so cute because he like loves to be in your arms more than anything like he lo- he's such a snuggler which I'm obsessed with and so he like just has to be like he's so comfortable just like being carried around it's like puppy therapy it really is like you yeah. can't whenever I'm like having a bit of an anxious moment or like mm stressing or whatever i see him and i just like can't help but be like oh my gosh you're the cutest thing i've ever seen like smile he is the cutest thing i've ever seen right and like we said last week a mini version of anything oh is just it's too something much else. it's too much yeah <laughs> oh i love him and do you know what's really interesting he and Odie are the same breed but mm. look so different yeah i thought that when you i mean yeah obviously you posted your vlog but when you sent photos i was like oh he looks so different right yeah. so they're both maltese cavaliers mm. but i think Odie has so much more maltese in him and i think harvey has so much more cavalier yeah okay. which is gonna be really interesting to see how they like or how he grows up and then yeah. seeing how different they look even though they're the same breed it's kind of nice to have two dogs that are the same breed but different looking yes i think so too yeah. then you can really tell them we apart. don't want twins no we don't want twins. 
No, but they can't be because they are a year and a half apart. Yes, yeah. exactly. But oh. it's, I've just been obsessed and with And how's it. the transition been from one to two? One to two. Okay, so honestly, at the beginning, I felt so guilty because I'm like, I'm not giving Odie enough attention. <laughs> like, I was like, I still love you so much and you're still like, you're equal. Um, but it's honestly been so good. And I feel like, like everyone said, two dogs is almost easier than one because they they play with each other they basically take care of each other and so like they'll just like run around play with each other blah blah blah, and then both sleep for like an hour Mm. so it's honestly been great kind of great it's like a toy that came to life for Odie I'm sure really it is and I feel less bad for like doing work or like going out and like they're both they can both chill together now Mm. they're not alone well that's exactly what you wanted yeah Exactly. I love that. I feel like once Harvey gets out of like a really new puppy stage of like peeing and pooing every Mm. three seconds in the house and like all that kind of stuff, it'll be way easier and I can just kind of like let them be. It's just hectic, isn't it? Yeah. The first few weeks. (laughs) First few weeks of motherhood. (laughs) I'm now a mother of two. (laughs) Kidding. I'm kidding. I kind of have a low key like hated when people like act like their parents when they have dogs. Yeah. I can. I'm like, you can bring more because like real, I'm not, I don't mean real mums, but mums out there with kids would just be like, you don't even know. You don't even know what's coming your way. <laughs> no, like I'm still sleeping like a solid eight hours a night. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know, it's nothing crazy. But um, no, that's been great. My second high, I'm mm. going to go straight into it. I got my period last week. We love. We love. A week, a bit, oh, I think it was like five days early or something. Okay. Absolutely no pain whatsoever. And if if you've been an avid listener of the podcast over the past, I don't even know, year, <laughs> you will know my period history. Yeah. And it was such a seamless period. It came the day we went to pick up Harvey and I was like, oh no, like of course it's come this day, like of I any days. love that for you. But it was like genuinely, I did not feel like I even had my period. And I was like, see, this is how a period should be. Well, that's exactly it. And just to segue, I'm so stoked for you, but I am about five or six days out from mm. mine. And yesterday my app's always like, do you feel a little bit flat, Shane? I'm like, you know what? Absolutely I do. Yes, I do. What app but do you use? Flow. Flow, yeah. I I feel like I've gone between a few, but Flow is just my favorite. Yeah. I don't know if it's the best, mm. but I, feel I really like, like it. Whatever you use after you've like logged in for a lot, it mm. becomes pretty good because then it like tells you when oh, you're yeah. like fertile, tells you when you're mm. like blah, 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 blah. And I almost like log everything every single day. Yeah. And I'm pretty good at being like, I'm happy, I'm sad, I'm anxious, yes. I'm whatever. <laughs> but um, it's, oh, I don't know, it's just crazy how much my period, but also just how I feel around my cycle is just like clockwork now. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee how I'm going to feel on a certain day. And it isn't just placebo. Like I'm not just telling myself, oh, I'm six days out. I'm going to feel yeah. angry or whatever. But it's crazy. Around like day 11, like 11 days out, I'm just like, oh my God, I've hit mm. a wall. So tired. And I almost get more energy sort of in the, say like two, three days before my period. Yeah. Okay. Like it comes back up again and then I get it. And it's like the first day is a bit shitty and then I'm good to go. Like I train really well on my period. Yeah. After the first like day and day a half. Day or two. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. No. So that was great. Like mm. I was so stoked with that. Um, not sure if it's an anomaly or if it's going to happen again. No, but it's going to happen again. It's, it is. Yeah. We're putting it, it out there. Yeah. I'm feeling like it was a bit of a reset. Yeah. It's so hard to know though, isn't it? Like what did you do different this exactly. time around? Well, do you know what's really interesting? This is me just like stuff that no one's asking for but I'm gonna say anyway the month that we went away to Hamilton Island Mm. that like a few weeks after I got my period no pain right Mm. then we went away on that holiday for two weeks and then my next period after our van holiday no pain so I'm almost thinking is it because I'm like is it stress yeah it's cortisol the problem yeah 
look, I'm not trying to diagnose myself at all. Like I, w- I am talking to professionals and like seeing people, but like, I don't know. It's just stuff that I like to think about. Well, it's stuff that's worth like noting. Exactly. And it's, there's nothing, there's no shame and there's nothing wrong with being overly in tune with your body I don't think and it's like the more you know the more power you have and the reason I was saying that about my period is because this week training wise I'm like oh I just feel tired all the time and I just Mm. feel like flat and a bit bit weaker yeah so weak yeah I hate that feeling pathetic session yeah like I even I was training with Taylor and I'm like I'm so sorry like I can just tell that I'm it's just pathetic. It's not my day but I don't say that in like a I'm not putting myself down no compared to my normal training I was like nice <laughs> I just I hate the feeling of like going and picking up your normal weight and mm. that feels like impossible oh because I'm like what I was doing this last week yeah and I think the biggest thing is like meeting yourself with compassion I feel like I'm so good now at being like no this is my shittier week so yeah it's like yeah I'm only gonna train like once a day which I only do anyway but I might do like a Pilates as well but I'm yeah. like absolutely no more than like one training a day mm-hmm. have a day off during the week like rest over the weekend and it's so nice when you get to that place where you can honor your body yeah. during that time and you're not trying to fight it and there's so much resistance and you're like, oh, I've been tired and shit all week. It's like, no, I understand why, mm-hmm. you know, my body is doing that and it's important that, yeah, recognizing that is so good. I love it because I'm yeah. just like, if I'm angry, I'm like, oh, it's not tea. Like, I'm just a bit angry. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's almost like it's a reason for you to feel yeah. like that instantly. Yeah, yeah, completely. Anyway. I love that. So those, I don't think I have one. Great. Oh, I have another high. It was a great week. Yeah, love that. <laughs> so I launched the water bottles on Sunday night. Yeah, it's been a huge week for you. Right? There's been a lot happening. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the water bottles launched as of Sunday night. And I was just overwhelmed by the response. Like definitely. So good. I mean, I say my most successful launch yet. This is just my second launch. So it's not like. I'm going to put it down to my podcast plug. I'm not going to. I think so. <laughs> <laughs> but no, honestly, like people are loving it. I'm a bit overwhelmed with the amount of orders I have to send out, mm. but I'm getting it done. I'm like, how to eat an elephant. One bite at a time. <laughs> That's what Kem, my dad, always used. As like, whenever I was stressed, he was like, how I do you eat an that. elephant? I was like, one bite at a time. <laughs> So I'm like, it's okay. Like if I get 50 out a day, 100 out a day, that's okay. That's huge. You're a one woman show. <laughs> you really am. Yeah, you've got kids involved. <laughs> Mum of two. No, I'm super proud of you. It's so exciting. And honestly, the bottle is incredible. Like, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. And it's, yeah, you've had a massive week, but proud of you. You've Thank got, you. are getting through it. Getting through it. Big week ahead yes. of packing orders, but we love to see it. We love to see it. I, I feel like there's it. nothing more like motivating and just like humbling even just like working towards something and then it being received well and then yeah. like I don't know yeah oh, it just feels 100%. really successful and you said as well just to touch on this quickly yeah that you went into this launch with a lot more sort of ease and flow less yes. expect um expectation rather mm-hmm. and felt just more chilled around that so, so much more tell chill. me about that okay I will <laughs> so for the first launch was which was the jumpers mm-hmm. I was so stressed the week before like prior I was like not even really eating much which is so unlike me yeah so unlike me but like I was just so anxious I felt Mm. so like tight chested and like tight chested you know what I mean (laughs) had a tight Tight chest chest. (laughs) um and I just felt so like overwhelmed like obviously I was figuring it all out I didn't know how to Mm. do anything I had no help so I was just googling and calling people and like trying to sort everything out and but even just before the launch I was so like anxious and stressed about like how it would go and doing everything and if people yeah. would order and all this kind of stuff and probably because it's the second time but I don't know 
on Sunday morning, I was just kind of like, yeah, like I'm going to launch them today. Like I had everything organized. I was like, if I get a lot, that's okay. Like Mm. I'll take the next few days to send them out. Like, I don't know. I just went into it feeling so relaxed. And I honestly feel like, you know, when you're in that state of mind, like things are just going to work Yeah, because you're, that is your energy. So that's the energy surrounded Mm -hmm. it, surrounding it. Yeah. Oh, completely. And what mean we were talking, you know, about this earlier as well, but it fully comes down to law of attraction in a sense. And when you're putting out like that calm energy, you're feeling good about everything as well. The way that you're going to receive that back in terms of the launch going well is, yeah, it's just, yeah. it shows mm-hmm. in how the launch went as well. So yeah. it's interesting to note. And it no is. expectations as well. No so expectations. That's my favorite thing about anything, whether it's like launching a program for you, launching a product or even posting things or I don't even know what. But yeah, if even you friendships. Have, family oh i mean we go on about expectations so much but it is so true like when you drop the expectation and just let things play out the way they're supposed to it's so crazy how fulfilled you feel yes because you don't care no and often you receive more than the expectation you put on things and we we often talk about money in this sense and you might be like i want to earn x amount a certain month and i might say i want to earn x amount and You're the one that said to me, I don't even want to put a cap on it though, because Mm. what if I can double that or triple that or whatever? And that's what is so amazing about not having expectations because you are open to receive endless amounts of whatever it is that you're trying to call in without, you know, putting a cap on how amazing a friendship can be, how amazing a relationship can be and how many you can sell of this or Mm -hmm. whatever. Well, the sky's the limit when you let that, you know, when you're not limiting anything, like it could just go anywhere. Yeah. And it is so crazy. I really, really, really want to do an episode on money mindset because I feel like we, oh, what a week it's been. I'll go into that in a second. Um, (laughs) You know when you're just like, oh my God, it's been a week. Yeah. But um, yeah, we had a manifestation mindset coach come on, Kimberly Wenya, she's incredible, um, come on the six month call last week and she was talking a lot about manifestation, money mindset and it's yeah it was just so nice to kind of redo a few things that I've already learned and then learn more things as well and I'd love to have her on the podcast but you really don't need to limit yourself and we often put a cap on things based on our you know past experience so mm-hmm. if our parents earned a certain amount had a certain amount whatever that's almost what you want for yourself because you're like well mum and dad earn you know whatever Mm -hmm. so that's the amount that I want to earn because I lived a comfortable and happy life whatever but then to think oh I could actually like triple that yeah that is a possibility for me I don't need to cap that just because it's what I've been shown or what I've seen yeah um growing up so it's such an interesting topic and I love talking about it because it's super taboo and I feel like we all struggle with it in some sense or some area of our life and it's yeah, it's an amazing topic to go into and also heal your relationship with money yes. as well. Because you don't realize that a lot like that you might have such a toxic or like bit of a straining mm. relationship with money, like it's money. Yeah. But some people's beliefs and limiting beliefs around it and definitely we've had it in the past, like we've yeah, definitely had to get time. over it. Um it's just crazy when you actually think back mm. to it. Yeah. Cuz you're like, wow, like I had a bad relationship with money. That is wild. Like it's mm. money. Exactly. And it's not about earning the most amount too. And I feel like I always thought when I earn X amount, I won't have that mindset when Mm -hmm. I get to X amount. It's so not true. No, not at all. You're still still the same person, whether you have 10 grand Mm -hmm. in the bank or 
100 grand in the bank yeah definitely and the biggest shift i feel i made was actually recognizing like money is energy and money is just an energetic transaction like i can have x amount in my bank account but it's not tangible i can't see it in front of me so what even is money Mm -hmm. right like yeah it's great to have yes it allows for freedom yes it you know um you feel comfortable with money and there's no denying that i don't think but it so is not the key to happiness and if you know, we're paying a podcast manager or if we're paying, I don't know, someone to do my branding or my VA or whatever, that's a transaction of energy. You know, Mm -hmm. we're trading time for energy and money is just that transaction. And Mm -hmm. the minute I made that yeah, shift, I guess, instead of being like, oh my God, this person's taking my money. Yes. It's such an, it's such a negative, negative transaction. And I hate thinking of things like that. And yeah, money is energy. Time is energy. Everything is energy. And there needs to be some transaction of that person you know using their energy and time so yeah well it's a flow really and as soon as you let that flow kind of like relax it'll just come and go as it as it really goes yeah that makes any sense I remember there was this one moment in time where I was like not stressed about money or anything but I remember like I think I booked something and it was like quite a big booking. Mm. I remember being like, oh, like Sophie, this is a lot of money. Like, are you really just going to spend this on this or like this night away or a couple Mm. nights away or something? And then I was just kind of like, no, like I need to let go of my money because I need to have the mindset of if I let go of money, it will come back to me. It's not me just being like, oh, like holding onto it and then letting it go and it'll never come back. Like I'm Mm. letting it and then it'll come back. And I literally, like, this is just where this universe just kicks in, I reckon. And yeah, yeah. this is a bit woo-woo and some people might not believe in it, but I think I do anyway. Yeah. Like, I pressed, like, confirm, confirm booking or whatever it was. Mm. And then my manager texted me with, like, the biggest brand deal I've ever done. Mm. And I was, like, quite literally, like, the same minute. No, I... And I, I was just like, yeah. what? It's, it's wild Crazy. and it is 100% law of attraction your beliefs around money and the way that you perceive it and even when I invested in coaching this year I honestly I don't want to talk figures but majority of last year's income I spent yeah on like straight back into business like so much (laughs) well I remember sitting at a cafe with you and you telling me like what you were going to spend and like do I think it's a good idea blah 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 and I remember thinking that's a lot of money to spend on this but now looking back I'm like that was the best thing you ever did for your the business. The best thing I ever did. And everyone in my life judged that yeah. decision. And not in necessarily a negative way. Like the people that love you are going to be like, oh, I wouldn't do that. Invest yes. in this. Like that's not really going to work. Like how do you know it's going to even be like, um, you know, there's going to be a return on your investment, all of this different stuff. But me, you know, making a big investment upfront, like I paid it on the spot, to me was just like, declaring to the universe like I am willing to receive I'm willing to invest Mm. and that investment in myself has come back to me tenfold yeah and it's yeah it's crazy and I remember I was driving um home from making that um investment and I was like in silence driving home like having a heart attack and I thought to myself okay, like I took a few deep breaths and I was like, universe, like give me a sign that that was the right thing to do. And I kid you not, like 30 to 60 seconds later, a bus drove past. the bus number was like 555 and I was like, okay, like that was the right thing to do. And again, like whether you believe it or not, it doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. But no. for me, it, yeah, for sure is, is a huge thing. And I'm like, oh, even recently something happened, which I won't talk about, but 
in terms of that kind of thing. And I was just like, let's go. <laughs> it makes me so excited. Yeah, it really does, doesn't it? Yeah. Anyway, it. we went on a big tangent there. We so did. I don't even know how we got there. No, just it happens with us. Your highs? Did we get to your no, highs? No, we haven't done me yet. Let's go. <laughs> your highs, let's go. My highs. So honestly, like that group call on the Thursday night was so good. So that was amazing. Um, and then what else happened last week? Oh, I launched my five-day free program yes. yesterday. So That's that so was exciting. super exciting. Yeah, I'm, I love running the five-day free programs. And again, because it's a free program, I just feel like there's no expectation. And I love delivering that kind of program. And it's mm-hmm. so nice reaching more the masses and actually having like a big container of girls um, coaching within. So that's in my Facebook group. I'll even, yeah, I'll leave the link or whatever in the um, description. Show notes. Show notes. <laughs> description box. Show notes. <laughs> in this, um, if you guys want to join, that's happening on the 29th of November to the 3rd or 4th. Not good with my dates, but yeah, yeah, in a so week the last or two week time. of November, yeah, yeah last yeah. week of November into December. But I'm so excited. And I really just wanted this program to be – more so around mindset, but just to show everyone how much that ties into your health and fitness, you know, above just focusing purely on like, what's the best training to do? Like, mm-hmm. what should my calories be? Because like surface level, yeah, that's great. And that'll get you towards a goal, but it won't get you to your goal with ease, flow, alignment, and you won't be happy reaching that goal if you yeah. don't do that in a work and more of the mindset stuff. So I feel like in the last six months, it's been like a huge shift in my coaching And I can really feel that like coming alive now where I'm like, oh, mindset is such a massive component in this. And it's just, it's exciting. Like it feels so aligned, like moving down this path and I'm just really excited. So excited for the free program and work-wise, like Soph and I were just saying, I just feel like it's coming out of my ears. (laughs) Like I just, I'm like, oh my God, I am just in front of my Mac all day, every day. I wake up at like 4.30 naturally, like I don't have an alarm or anything, but I'm like straight downstairs, do my quick morning routine. And then I, I can't help but just be like, all right, straight like, into it. let's get going. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's all good. <laughs> I'm fine. Oh, I'm just fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. No, it is. It's good. And it's always like this at this time of the year, but busy, ta- um, busy times rather, mm-hmm. but good times. Good times. That's it. Um, and my low had some, yes, yeah, some sad family news, which was a bit shitty. Mm-hmm. Always shit and that stuff happens but um yeah like you know you deal with it you get through it and all is good but I got a beautiful delivery of sunflowers <laughs> from Georgia and soap and that made my day oh, made my I'm week. So glad. and every time I walk in my house and I see them I just smile a little <laughs> bit and cry a little bit but I smile <laughs> smiling while crying <laughs> smiling while crying but no it's yeah it's good so I feel like I've been a bit quiet on socials and vlog like we'll just see if it gets up from last week I yeah. stopped filming like midweek when it happened I was like I don't want to film anymore so mm. yeah you might get a half a vlog from me sometime in the next week or two but like, I'll take it yeah I'll take what I can get <laughs> but I've just been yeah just been chilling and getting stuff done so mm. yeah good overall though I would yeah. say yeah should we rate our weeks yes I'm gonna say in terms of good and bad yeah in terms of highs like I'd say an eight, like yeah. a solid week. In terms yeah. of lows, like a zero. Yeah. Um, <laughs> zero. Overall, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Levels out to two. <laughs> yeah, like she's going to stay fairly low. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. You? I feel like it was like a 10. 10 yeah, 11. look, I'm going to say it was about a 10. Yeah. And I have no lows. Like oh, my lows were a 10 too. Yeah, <laughs> your lows were stunning. I feel like, no, yeah, yours is a cracking week. You know, we love to see it. We love to see it. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll check back in next week to see how it's going. Yeah, but, uh, no, next week's going to be a good one. I'm uh, noticing is. that shit. <laughs> yeah, that's it. No, so good. <sighs> um, Soph and I sort of wanted to talk about a little something, something today. We did. So it's not, I guess it's not like a huge, huge topic, but it's something that I feel like we've both experienced to some degree Mm -hmm. and it comes up a lot with clients I've noticed it a lot in Instagram DMs particularly I drink more water and that is that if you're someone who I guess is super passionate about health and fitness and it's always been a huge part of your life or it hasn't been a huge part of your life and you've sort of come into it and realized it's really high value and you've started to come along your fitness journey where is the line of it becoming obsessive? Mm-hmm. And it's really hard <laughs> line to it determine It very easily. It does because there's valuing your fitness and health and absolutely loving it. And then there's a place where it can start to become a little bit obsessive, a bit restrictive, and you can start to fall into bad habits from there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And this is, I think it's really like fitting that we talk about this this week as well, because this past week, I was like, I started the week really well with training. I was training every single day, mm. feeling great. Then we got a puppy yeah. and I didn't train for like four or five days because I just didn't have time. I was looking after him and like Sam was working, so I couldn't leave to go to the gym, blah, blah, blah. I won't go yeah. into it. But there was multiple times where I was like, oh, like I should be going to the gym right now. I should be doing this, blah, blah, blah. blah. And I kind of sat back and I was like, no, like this is life. There will be days where I'm not able to get to the gym mm. And that is so okay. And I did my first workout back yesterday and I finished it. I was like, wow, it just feels so great to move my body. Like I'm keen to do that again, but I don't have this like, like this, what's the word I'm looking for? Almost like idea of exactly what it has to be. Yeah, there's, I mean, I don't want to use the word expectation anymore, but no, <laughs> no expectation. Yeah, like no scheduled thing yeah. of what that has to look like for you. Exactly. Like <laughs> a bit croaky. <laughs> Excuse me, guys. <laughs> but you know, like I love health and fitness. I feel amazing for training, working yeah. out, eating well, but getting to the point where it's just easy and you're not even thinking about it and you're moving your body because it feels good. And if you miss a few days, you kind of don't even really realize and you're Mm. like, oh, like I haven't done that in a few days. Like I'd love to, to feel good. But getting to that point is life-changing. And I think that health and fitness should fit into your life perfectly. Mm. It should be a little piece of the puzzle. It should not be the entire picture. Yeah. And I guess that applies to everything, you know, I do believe there is no such thing as work-life balance. We, A lot of people throw that around, like there needs to be this healthy balance between work and life, but at its, at its core, like we do work a lot and everyone you know, needs to work a lot. There's no such thing as having nine to five off work mm. and then working two hours either side of your day. And that is sort of just like the construct of our world, I yeah. guess, as well. But I do think there needs to be work-life balance in terms of loving your work and then in loving your life as well. And you don't yes. dread your days because it's like, oh, I've got to go to work today. You know, you should actually love the way that your days play out. And that's where the work-life balance, I feel, comes in. But yep. speaking on that, it's the same with health and fitness. You know, with work, it shouldn't become the entirety of your days in life. The fact that you don't think of anything else, it consumes your entire world. You can't wind down at night. You don't spend time with your partner or friends because work is life. And I think if health and fitness to you starts to really implode on relationships in your life or even you having a social life or just any other aspect of your life, that's when it becomes really negative. And with this um, client that we wrapped up with the other day, she's absolutely beautiful and I'm so beyond proud of her for 
the shifts that she made and it was sort of like going in, you don't expect to make those changes. And then the changes that come are sort of like, oh, interesting that that's what I needed to work on. But what she was saying is, and I think this is super relatable to so many of us as well, is during lockdown, we were all put in a situation where your world is quite small. You may be at uni still, you might be working online, whatever that looked like, but your world becomes small socializing is out of the picture you don't have to worry about going out you don't have to worry about seeing friends and all these different things so for a lot of people it was a really I guess good opportunity to start to prioritize your health and your fitness and that didn't look like that for everyone which is totally fine but I feel like there was a huge wave of like this is your time to prioritize you like time to make um yeah changes in that sense and with that low key comes restriction because you don't have to learn how to implement this new lifestyle in a normal life Mm -hmm. so you can train twice three times a day if you want to you can go on a really big walk and train at home and count your calories because you actually have control over everything you eat because you're not eating out yeah you're you're not not eating out exactly Yeah. yeah so all these different variables that typically impact your ability to work towards a specific goal are taken out of the picture so it becomes really easy to focus solely on I guess your physique to an extent, all your health and fitness and yeah, kind of disregard all the factors that you typically have to come into play and coming out of that. It's a hard transition. Yeah. Hard transition and hard to recognize like "Mm, perhaps my mindset and perhaps my approach is restrictive right now and it's not actually serving me. And it's a really hard pill to swallow when you get to that place where you're like, oh, Maybe I do need to kind of work on a few things around my mindset when it comes to the way that I'm currently doing things. And it's so easy to just be in that and not realize that you're in that when you're Mm. in it, if that makes sense. Yeah. And even, you know, coming out of lockdown, if you're going out to lunch with friends and you kind of go, oh, like I didn't realize I had this this feeling around going to eat where I, I haven't made it myself. I can't know exactly what's in it. And then you kind of have to like check in with yourself to say, oh, like this is something that's kind of I've created that Mm. isn't normal. We should be able to go out with our friends and not even bat an eye thinking about what we're eating. We should be able to skip a day at the gym Mm. or not work out and be like, oh, I had a busy day. That's fine. I'll go tomorrow. And it it shouldn't have that like overwhelming weight Mm. on your day. Completely. And there's also that fine line too when you're someone who really cares about your health and fitness. But it's checking in with yourself and being like, okay, so if I am out with friends, and everyone's ordering burgers and chips, for example. Love Nothing wrong with burger and chips, by the way. But let's just say you're someone who doesn't love eating bread. It kind of makes your stomach a bit upset. And you would much rather order the pumpkin and chicken salad, for example. You have to check in with yourself and just think, am I ordering this pumpkin and chicken salad because I genuinely want to eat that over a burger and chips I'm going to feel better. I have training later. It's actually serving me. This is the kind of food that I love to eat. And then you have to check in again and think, is there any restriction here? Am I telling myself that I'm not allowed this burger and chips? Or is is there an element of that playing out? Because there is nothing wrong with wanting to make healthier choices. And I really want to reiterate that because we had a message um, or a question rather come through that was very similar to that, you know, being judged for making making healthy healthy choices. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a huge thing as well because- absolutely. I'm, I'm someone too that will often, and I love my, like every kind of food, (laughs) I don't discriminate, but (laughs) I will often be like, no, I just prefer to grab this or can you just put the sauce on the side or whatever. And people can often look at that like, oh, you're being restricted, but it's like, no, I actually just really value that. And I prefer to eat that way. Mm -hmm. And 
as long as you know that it's coming from a place where there's no restriction, you would more than happy to, you know, sorry, you would be more than happy to have a burger and chips. But if you have the choice, you would just rather the salad and there's nothing wrong with that. But you only know that and you have to check in with yourself exactly. when it comes to those things as well. And it is it is a hard like line, as we said, mm. like it can blur a lot of the time. But I think at the end of the day, if you're ordering, yeah, let's say the pumpkin and chicken salad now, I really mm. feel like a pumpkin and oh, chicken so salad. I'm not lie. <laughs> um, and a burger and chips. Yeah, <laughs> both. <laughs> if you're ordering that thinking, no, I shouldn't get the burger because this is blah, 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 this, you know, it's going to make me feel this, blah, mm. blah, blah. If you're at the end, like, even if it gets to the end of the week, you're in your head, you've restricted. And so that might lead to a binge or that might lead to you just feeling out of control with food because you're just like, like insatiable in what's the one I'm looking for? In, insatiably yeah, hungry. We'll, yeah. We'll roll with that. Yeah. We'll roll with that. <laughs> insatiable is a word, but I'm like insatiably. Yeah. Um, maybe not. That's all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're so hungry that you can't even think about anything else. Yes. And you're, you want this burger more than anything. Like this is all, this burger and chips is the only thing you can think about. You can't think about anything else. Your work, mm. your relationship, your friendships. Imagine if you just had that burger three or four days ago mm. and you, you would just be feeling, oh, like had that craving when I, you know, I honored that craving yeah. when it happened. Yeah. Now I feel completely okay. Mm-hmm. And now I'll, maybe I'll reach for a salad today because that's what I feel like. Mm-hmm. There is that line of like honoring your cravings in the day so you're, you feel satiated. Yeah. And it's so important. And another thing this client now we're talking about is you I get to a place where, you know, you've lost some weight and you've got this like magic number in your head in terms of calories. So you might be like, yep, 1900's my, my number, right? And you get really fixated on like, that's the sweet spot. So when you're sitting at that intake, the fear of going over that is so overwhelming out of fear of gaining weight again, perhaps. And recognizing that that is that is a belief that you've created and your body requires more for one and if you are unsure of all of this stuff it's important to work with a coach too but your intuition knows you and your intuition has your back and I think we get so out of touch with our own bodies sometimes and this applies to everything but particularly I feel like it applies with your nutrition and your fitness because we get so yeah consumed by what we think our routine should look like it's like all right if I want to look this way I've got to walk every single afternoon Mm -hmm. I have to train every single morning for an hour I've got to burn x amount of calories Mm -hmm. yeah I've got to track every gram. I have to eat X amount of protein. And if I don't eat that amount, then I've stuffed up or whatever. It's just not true. And don't get me wrong. If you want to work towards a very specific goal, that 100% will get you there in different ways, right? Not exactly what I just said, but it's it, it applies and it does work. But it, I've said this so many times and it's not to you know blow my own trumpet, but I have not gained a kilo in four years. Mm-hmm. And I haven't lost weight either. Like I've just stayed the same for four years. And the reason I've stayed the same is because I listen to my intuition. And it's there's nothing else to that. And it's not to, again, like I don't want to say that and sound like, you know, like I'm up myself or trying to like, yeah, make myself sound good. But my point being is your body knows you. Mm-hmm. And if you really just sit there and you think to yourself, what do I feel like right now? Oh, a toasty. And then your mind goes, wait a minute, no, I can't have cheese. Mm. No, I shouldn't have that. Actually, you've, what if you already eaten today? Maybe you should have an apple instead. Okay, how? Mm. 
right? That's your logical mind. That's not, that's no longer your intuition. Mm -hmm. If you think to yourself, what should I eat? Three, two, one, toasty. That's what you need to go and eat Mm -hmm. because your mind knows what you crave and what you want and what you need in that moment. Mm -hmm. And having that toasty might mean that you feel incredible. So like your stomach feels full for the rest of the day and you feel great rather than having an apple and then craving the toasty and then probably having some another piece of fruit and then still craving the toasty and then by the end of the day you're just so craving so then you just go crazy and then it's just yeah you feel so out of whack with yourself Mm -hmm. and interesting that you say like you're talking about intuition and stuff because like we've said so many times tracking is not the devil if you want to track your food to get to a goal i think it's honestly the best tool to have yeah and i've definitely gone in and out of tracking i think it's great i'll probably track again in the future i love tracking for I mean, I could go on about that forever, but we won't. We won't. Going, so. My point right now is though, I have been tracking for um, like on and off for a couple months. And recently I got to the point where I was like, you know what? I kind of just want to get back to the point where I'm just eating what I feel like mm-hmm. and really honoring, like just being like, this is what I feel like right now. I'm going to have that making a smoothie, not weighing out anything, like getting a tablespoon of peanut butter, putting it in, not knowing the grams. And the first time I did it, and you know, this is like the whole thing I want to say, you know, you, like I would say I'm in such a good place with food Mm. and my relationship with it, but there's still going to be things that come up that might challenge you a bit that you don't realize are there. So even when I tracked, like I tracked, there's certain things that I always track, you know? Mm. And the other day I just made a smoothie without weighing anything or tracking anything. And it kind of, I was kind of like, oh, like it kind of made me a bit like, oh, I don't know what's in this. Yeah. And I've been, just, I've been doing that every single day. Now I don't even think twice about it. Made a smoothie before I came here today. Didn't think, didn't weigh yeah. anything, poured in everything I wanted. And that's what I had done for years before and it had worked. Mm. And it actually feels really great. And I feel great in my body right now. I feel great just like exactly how I'm feeling and how I'm looking and everything. Yeah. And getting to that just really like, I don't know, I'm kind of like at the point right now. And that'll probably change because like we've said so many times, we go through seasons. But I know... And my body knows what it what it needs. It does. So when I'm fully in tune with that and doing it, not you know, I'm not listening to anything. I'm not distracting myself. I'm eating, you know, with no distractions and really nourishing myself. I know what my body needs at the yeah. end of the day, and it just feels great. I yeah, I love that, and it's almost just approaching it with more ease and flow too. Because yes. if I think a big thing that comes up when I say this too, because I know it's so much easier said than done to be like, oh, just listen to your intuition. Yeah. Like your oh, body knows absolutely. best. But a huge thing in that is we tend to not trust ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like how I can't listen to my intuition because what if my intuition says I'm going to eat a block of chocolate, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where our minds go. But you need to trust yourself knowing that if you say my intuition says a toasted sandwich, you're not going to make yourself six. No. Trust in yourself. You know, you're going to eat the toasted sandwich. You're going to feel great. You're going to have a bit of water and you're going to go about your day. And then, Mm -hmm. oh, an hour or two later, I'm starving. What do I want to eat? Bowl of fruit. Unreal. Go Mm -hmm. grab that bowl of fruit. Your body does know. And it may take a little bit of work just to tap back into that intuition and actually start to be comfortable with listening to your body and having that that trust in yourself again because it can be really scary. It's taken me some time. Yeah. And it's, I've definitely gone through seasons of being like, all right, like you're feeling a little bit out of whack. Like let's come back to you and and what you know suits. And again, like if, yeah, it's just really, really important. And like you said before with binging particularly, and I know you've experienced it, you know, firsthand, but it stems from restriction. You know, if you tell yourself you're not allowed something, you think back to being a kid, if your parent was like, 
you can't have chocolate for dessert. All you want to eat is chocolate, right? We'll think about for the next week is chocolate. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I can I can honestly say I don't have rules around any food, and I know I can walk into the supermarket any day and buy anything I want, and there will be no no rules around anything. I can do what I want because of that. I don't touch anything. Yeah, because I'm like, oh, I can eat it whenever I want. Exactly. And if you say to yourself, I only eat ice cream on a Sunday night. Mm-hmm. What does that teach your mind? Mm-hmm. You have to restrict every single day of the week until you can have a certain food on a certain day at a certain time. Yep. And you really want to avoid that because what happens if you want ice cream on a Tuesday night? Exactly. What, you're not allowed? Yeah, you've got to wait till Sunday. Yeah, and then what if you get to Sunday and you're like, oh, I couldn't think of anything worse than ice cream right now. Yeah, exactly. Right? And that's the cycle that happens. And that's where we really want to scratch the approach of like that Monday to Friday, I'm going to eat really clean mm-hmm. or Saturday, Sunday are my nights that I can go out and eat what I want because... There are no such thing as cheap meals. You do not need to reward yourself for eating a certain way from Monday to Friday. You eat as you please every single day. You trust in yourself. You listen to that intuition and try and bring yourself back into your body so you can really understand what it needs and how you can nourish it best and have that trust that you will make good choices for your body, Mm -hmm. free of restriction, free of binging, free of overeating because your body knows the amount it wants to eat. And if you feel full, you're full. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And if you feel hungry, you're, you're hungry. hungry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. I always come back to the analogy of like, if you feel like you need to pee, you're not being like, no, I can't pee for another, another three hours. I, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> the worst feeling too. Even right? like 10 minutes more, you're like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. But it's the same with eating. And yeah. I don't know where in history that's changed mm. because it becomes this thing of like, oh, no, I have to wait till this point to eat or yeah. I can't eat this. But it's like, if you're hungry, just like when you need to pee, you pee. If you're hungry, you eat. Yeah. That's what animals do. Completely. That's what we're supposed to do. Yeah, and on that too, I just want to say like if anyone is listening right now and I know, you know, we have a lot of listeners that have struggled with um, EDs before or just, you know, disordered eating in general, just know that you're not alone in that and know that there is so much help out there and you don't have to try and fix that relationship by yourself, you know. There is so much support and I think it's just dropping the, the you know, the thing, it's so taboo, yeah. you know, and I don't think it needs to be a topic that – isn't discussed because everyone that has experienced that or does experience that is so valid in that as well and they deserve to be heard Mm -hmm. and you guys deserve to be supported but yeah just don't try and don't try and do that alone and I think this podcast like what we just discussed then like it's awesome to listen and sort of try and understand what we're talking about but it does go a lot deeper than that and there can be so many reasons as to why someone is experiencing that whether it's a belief system um, thing and it you know, it stems into trauma and a whole different realm of stuff. So know that you are supported and know that there is help out there as well. Um, And I think more than anything, if you feel like you're someone who maybe like Soph and I, you love your health and fitness, you're passionate about that, but you still feel like, oh, there's times where I do experience, you know, food rules or I do have certain things around food. I would just encourage you to try and challenge those thoughts. And actually, you know, when they come up, if you're like, oh, right now I really want this, but my mind's telling me that I can't eat chocolate at 11 o'clock. It has to be at night or Mm -hmm. whatever the rule is. Just write about it. You know, get in your notes, get a journal out and be like, all right, this has popped up for me. I'm not too sure where this belief stems from. I'm not too sure how I created that rule. And I'm, I'm 
you know, can ensure you like, it'll come out. Yeah. <laughs> I start writing like, Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Mum used to tell me when I was like eight that, you know, chocolate was only for dessert or yeah, yeah, whatever. And usually it's a pretty, you know, blanket answer. You, it's very like obvious and you're like, Oh, okay. That's what it is. Mm. But it can help you unpack that and then kind of move beyond that knowing like, no, I'm an adult now. I'm a teenager. I'm whatever. I have my own mind. I have, this is my own body. And I dictate what I put into that, mm-hmm. having that complete trust in myself as well. Yeah. I love it. I really do. Yeah. I was really just like focusing so much of what you were, on what you were saying. <laughs> I totally forgot what I, my next point was. I had one. You do that all the time. Yeah. So it's like you get so like caught up. I'm like, like listening and oh, I'm like, right, I'm in this interview. Oh, yeah. I'm not just listening to this. <laughs> I love, but I feel like that was, um, yeah, that kind of covers what we wanted to talk on as well yeah and I think like Riley said you're not alone if you're having struggles with these kind of things Mm. if you seriously think there is a problem see a professional because it is not normal and you don't need to live the rest of your life like this no not at all and again like meet yourself with compassion in that if you sit here and you're like oh now I'm feeling overwhelmed like I know I do struggle with this stuff so okay and so okay and you can 100% work through it and work um you know towards a different mindset and a shift in mindset and again just trust yourself in Mm -hmm. knowing that you were able to make that change for yourself as well yeah love it though recommendations recommendations um you can go first because I need to think sunflowers are Oh, come on, I'm going to say phenom... <laughs> you've got it, you've got it. Phenom... No, 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 you've got it. Phenom... Yes. Phenomenal. Yes, <laughs> phenomenal. You did it. It just stumps me so bad. It's the M and the N. Like, which one comes first? Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yep. There's a lot going on in that word, though. Can we just agree? Oh, like, there is. A lot of M's, a lot of N's. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. And like it's spelled with a PH too. Like were they really just trying to, to mess us? That's English, isn't mess it? Mess us up. <laughs> <laughs> I love my sunflowers and I think I'm going to get in the habit of buying flowers for myself more often. Yes, I love buying flowers for myself each yeah. week. It like brightens your house. Yeah. It just feels great. Oh my God, I didn't tell you. I bought a Christmas tree. <gasps> Riley. The Grinch who stole Christmas <laughs> bought a Christmas tree. Oh my gosh, where from? Okay, so don't get too excited. It was from Kmart. It was $5 and it's probably... 60 centimetres. You know what? I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Taylor, Taylor looked up downstairs yesterday and she's like, that looks like a table ornament. <laughs> Wait, you've already got it up? Yeah, I put it up. Oh, wow. But okay, it's got no star, no baubles, no tinsel. Well, I'm not going to put tinsel on it, but, and no lights. That's okay. So she's bam, I'm going to save her for the first decorator. Yeah, right. She's up and I love her. Can I just, <laughs> makes me laugh that you've got, I'm so proud of you, by the way. <laughs> That you've got this little Christmas tree, and I'm over here with a two, over two meter I know pre-lit Christmas tree. <laughs> Mine's five dollars from Kmart with frosted foliage going up my stairs. <laughs> like I, my dream yeah. is to when I have my own house mm. and kids. Like I want my house to look like the Home Alone house. <laughs> my house will be decked head to toe. Yes. I don't doubt it will. And my kids can come to yours for a viewing. <laughs> You'll be next door. For photos. <laughs> yeah. With that house, it's got nothing. I'd be like, might have like a driftwood, like Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> some shells breaking off it. <laughs> we actually did that one Christmas. We did too. Yeah. I kind of love that. Me though. too. That's so Classic Australian. Aussie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but then one year we got a real tree. We the thing did is, too. I didn't grow up in a Grinch household. Yeah. Your mum's a Christmas lover. Do you know what I think it is? This is my first Christmas out of home. 
because mm-hmm. I moved no tell a lie I moved out Christmas Eve last year but that's true technically speaking mm-hmm. and I was sort of like oh I can do Christmas yeah it's on you now yeah it was almost like oh true <laughs> yeah so interesting yeah see I've like always it's just come around real quick hasn't it yeah I've grown up being like I cannot wait to move out so I can decorate myself <laughs> yeah that's just wild to me and also I just think where am I going to store this thing yeah, like, we'll for the rest see. of the year. Like I know I have a, a cupboard. I know. Like I've got. <laughs> I know I have places for it, but yeah. I just feel like that's such a look. That's I get such it. a parent thing. Yeah, I ain't a parent. You know, <laughs> I like no responsibility. <laughs> yeah, including the Christmas tree. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, good classic. stuff. Good Your stuff. recommendation? I, I've been tr- I've been racking my brain this entire time, it's and I'm so still hard. trying to think. Honestly, get a puppy. <laughs> Honestly. Maltese Cavalier is pretty great, hey? <laughs> no, surely I have a recommendation. I just, I'm like racking my brain right now. What have I eaten? What have I done? Oh, this isn't really recommendation. Recommendation, I want to say. <laughs> but I've started boxing and like kind of thriving in it. Yeah, boxing is so I love fun. it. It's so good. It, I think it's my favorite form of cardio. Oh, what but, other form would you do? Oh, well, that's it really. <laughs> oh. You because wouldn't do it to yourself. <laughs> you really, I went on a run last week. I went on a run. I actually, no, I admire that so much, but it's just not for me. Look, I said this in my vlog, actually. I was like, I feel like there is like one or two times a year where I get this like craving to run. Yeah. I'm like, I need to go for a run right now. Yeah. And yeah, I regret so- it like when I get down the street, but I just have this like craving and I get back. I'm like, wow, I'm going to start doing this more like yeah. once a week. There's something yes. about running, isn't there? Where you just feel so. It's runner's high. But you feel like so fit and athletic. Yes. I'm yeah. like, I'm an athlete. If I run, I'm like, I'm an athlete. I am an athlete right now. Do you yes. know what's funny with running too is not to flex or anything, but I was a great runner growing up. Yeah. Not great. I'm not going to. But I was like, you know, I'd, run. I'd make it to States. Yeah. I was a good runner. 800 or 1500 on track. Yeah. That cares. And your typical 3K cross country. Yes. Um, loved it. Bit of a fiend for running. But even now, I never run. Yeah. Ever. I yeah. reckon I've run like three times this year. I can still picture each three in my mind. But the first run I went on after probably 12 months no running, mm. I did 3K like under 15 minutes. Okay. Like I can run pretty fast. Yes. And I'm actually still quite a good runner, but I just hate it. Yeah. And why would you put yourself through something totally. you hate? Because I remember finishing and being like, oh, under 5K like kilometers. I'm like, I mean, five-minute kilometers. I was like, nice. nice. Yeah. But equally, I was like, I hated that. <laughs> and I walked home. <laughs> That's the thing. You know, find stuff you enjoy and run with that. Yeah. But I'm Don't run. Don't run with that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> no, I felt good. And like, I probably won't do it again for, you know, three to six months. But like, yeah. I love my little six-month run. It's runs. a maintenance run. Yes. Just to make sure everything's in check. <laughs> Anyway, do you know what? I have one more recommendation. All right, go on then. It's a song that I was running to. And I actually, you're going to, I'm not even sure if you've heard it. Because it's kind of like so stupid, but I love it. Anyway, I was running to it and I was like, wow, this is, I feel like I'm on cloud nine right now. What's it called? Face Off? Have you heard of it? It's like this new song. Sing it for us. I'm not singing it for you. (laughs) But it's this new song and it has The Rock rapping at the end of it. Wait, was that for a movie that came out? I don't don't know. know. Okay, don't worry. But you might have heard like the, it's about drive, it's about power. Got it, guys. She's singing. (laughs) (laughs) But 
It's so good to work out to. Okay. And then they all come together and they're like, "Ah." it's really quite something else. All right. Yeah, you should listen to it. I still reckon Scream High School Musical 3 wins every day of the week. (laughs) Or Beast Mode. (laughs) Yeah. What's it all like? um, I'm not going to sing. (laughs) But love that. Guys, we're going to wrap up this episode because we have our Ask Us 3s, but they are a little bit more lengthy. Lengthy. So Mm -hmm. we're going to make a little bonus episode. Yeah. I also after really this. need to pee, so I need a pee break. Yes. And that will be out – the bonus episode will be out after next week's episode with our guests, which is super exciting. But yes. we love you all so much. We do. Um, thank you for tuning in again. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys. We hope today's episode brought some value. Yeah, it was a bit of everything in this one. A bit one. of everything. It always is. Yeah, a bit but, of serious, a um, bit of yeah. shit talking. Yeah. Anyway, we love right. you and we'll be in your ears <laughs> next week. Bye, guys. Bye.